Hello everyone, Jacob Williams here. Today is number 3rd, 2022. Today my guest is Caitlin Keller. She is a tremendous athlete who has scoliosis with two lovely children. And today we get into the nitty gritty about her time dealing with all the marathons and races and the obstacle courses that she has done in her life as well as a few other things. Check it out. Hi, Caitlin. Hey, Jacob. Sorry. Thank you so much for your understanding. Oh, no, I, no um, issue here. I'm a person that is always needed. <laughs> <laughs> um, I work for um, Wheeler Clinics, and so I'm just constantly busy. And uh, with family and, you know, every day, being yeah. so like, okay, guys, just, I had to put my phone on do not disturb. <laughs> <laughs> do you, uh, do your kids drive you crazy, I'm too? Saying, I'm ready. I'm, I'm great. I'm yeah. looking forward to this. I know, I can't. I apologize I can't be in person. <clears throat> no, it's not an issue. Uh, so. mo- most people, when they, when they call in, um, yeah. It usually would have begun with uh, this podcast episode or any other podcast episode being in person, but it's usually because of like technical difficulties or like last minute changes. It it more yeah. than often results in what we're doing right now, which is fine by me. I get good audio. No, I would have really loved to like had the full effect, and if I didn't ca- catch COVID. I would have then had the time off. However, I am running New York City on Sunday mm-hmm. um, as a first-time marathoner, and so I was like, "Well, I need to time off now because I plan to take Monday and Tuesday off." You know, and that was kind of already set there. But I'm hopeful that um, if I had should have another opportunity, um, that I will allot myself enough. Um, PTO time to come out and meet in person. That'd be wonderful. Um, I think that's really important for me. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. said you're doing the, the New York race on uh, this Sunday? I am. You excited? Yes. I'm so excited. Um, I wanted to kind of go back in my emails and so forth and give you some dates and some placements that I've had. Um, but I will let you ask any questions that you have and I'd like to kind of fill you in on, on um, two in particular races that I've had this year with Achilles. Um, mm-hmm. I had started with Achilles, I believe, back in 2015 or 17, um, but I hadn't done anything with them. Um, I was at a really low uh, mental place in my life, mm-hmm. um, challenged by um, a divorce of a domestic violence um physical and and uh mentally um you know kind of hurt by those things and so um previous to that and a physical injury that i've endured um i was running spartans and i would run all around new england and i was always running some kind of road race um and that came about um, in high school because um, I am in active recovery. Um, I would have made, I will have made um, 12 years of sobriety this coming February. Awesome. Um, Congrats. And thank you. And so basically high school is like get a job, do a sport, do something, or we're going to like kick you out. And I was like, mm-hmm. well. Okay. And my mom said, well, you're going to run. <laughs> you're going to run. <laughs> because that's what you used to always do when you get mad. And we, like, literally, like, I could make it from my house in Bristol to, like, Hartford at, like, you know, before I could drive. But then I'd be too tired to come back. So I'd be like, come on, can you come with me? <laughs> from, like, this destination, you know? And, like, I was always the kid to get on their bike, even in, like, the pouring rain, just get out, because that was such an outlet for me, um, having a intellectual disability. Yeah. And so it was kind of, like, 
you know, all of those things that I've mentioned, um, I qualified to um, become a, a member of Achilles. And so then in 2018, I endured a um, back injury um, from a related um, I was working in home care, and so in 2019, um, I had back surgery levels, and um, I was nearly paralyzed. I had no function from my pelvic or down, um, so I definitely wasn't running at that point. Um, and um, I was completely fat bound. I wound up having surgery, and even though some of the symptoms definitely went away, um, it elongated my ability to, and uh, recovery to get back up and do the things that I want to do. Mm-hmm. And so it was a really long road. Um, I'm now faced with a degenerative disc um, disease. Mm-hmm. I have tremors. Um, are these um, parts of your scoliosis, or is this something completely uh, different? Um, so, so they, so they did say I had like a very, very, very small scoliosis. Um, however, these are um, after effects of damage from. Uh, walking with these broken discs for so long. Um, but having the surgery really alleviated a lot of other symptoms that I was faced with when having the actual back broken itself. Um, so I had the back surgery in 19, and just last year, a year ago, this coming weekend, mm-hmm. I did one race with Achilles, because I was like, all right, I really want to try to get back out there. If I don't try, it's just never going to happen. So, so I did race to fill the pantry mm-hmm. in 2021, um, and that was a 5K, and it was really challenging, but like I finished, and I was so proud, mm-hmm. and Achilles really had my back. Um. And I think at that point, we weren't doing, like, in-person, like, trainings and, like, getting together and things like that, because COVID was still pretty high. Yeah. So I really never met anyone, like, ever. Um, I think I've met, I met Aaron once, mm-hmm. um, before having the, and the back injuries and so forth. Um, but anyways, I had never run with anyone from Achilles. I'd never truly been physically in part with the team until last year. And um, then I didn't do anything with them going forward. And I'm not really sure why. I think that I just kind of got down on myself. Oh, I'm not going to be able to do this. That 5K was really difficult. Um, I had gained a lot of weight and just wasn't mentally ready to deal with some of the stressors of getting back into running and how to prepare myself. Mm-hmm. But I felt really good about completing that. Um, Is, so then I... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, I was just going to ask, no, uh, because you've been running since a very young age, like you said before, um, would yeah. you say that like it seems like it's more like a therapeutic kind of thing for you? Uh, did that did that help with like the recent divorce or did it uh, um, is it kind of like something that you can't really live without I've, I, I've known a lot of people from yes. Achilles that yeah, I can't live without running and yeah. so it was just like one of those things where it's like hmm. um, that was taken away from me when so to speak when um, I was married um, and married to someone that I've known since we were nine, and we were the same age, 30 Oh, years. wow. Were you guys high school sweethearts? Yeah. Um, so we met previous to me moving to Connecticut, and he was in a classroom of some of my step-siblings, and so when I would come and visit my mom on 
or Freaks from Indiana, where I'm from, um, he would be there, and he would just chase me around, and so we kept in communication for all the years. And it's unfortunate that not everyone turns out the way that you want them to be, um, and there's still love, it's just from a very, very, very um, far distance. Yeah. It's tough. I mean, uh, I've had family members of mine, um, like my cousins, they went through a divorce. I've had friends who who had uh, parents that were together for like decades and they would get divorced. It's a very, um, at least in... in it's a very emotional roller coaster. <laughs> this, is, this is a great way to start an episode. <laughs> this is awesome. But no, yeah. this, is, this is why I have... Yeah these sorts this is why i i'm on a podcast in the first place is because i don't want to just ask you you know questions relating to like your scoliosis and what does achilles mean to you like i'm not i'm not trying to be that pdf that you fell out before you become an achilles international member i'm trying to uh understand who you are as a person and then from that try to get a better idea of how the decisions you made and ultimately your decision to join the community uh, changed you and and how you also changed the community in and of itself, you know? Right. Um, and I think that those are all very important factors. And I was just describing to a patient of mine, Not running, not jogging, but just dying. (laughs) That's that's like a perfect analogy right there. 
because I've I've ran long distance as well, and like the first like uh, three or four miles is always fine, but after that, it's just when's this gonna end? <laughs> Right, exactly. So that was the Bradley Road Race. Mm-hmm. And then I think I did some others. I must have a record somewhere, and I could probably get that for you. But the next that I won, oh, my God, I'm so excited. I won. Like, if I finish, I won, right? Mm-hmm. And so this year has been about complete, not compete, but I'm also competing against myself to see that I'm safely finishing. Um, <laughs> and, uh, for a multitude of reasons, but, mm-hmm. um, I got third place in the women's ambulatory adapt- adaptive ambulatory division for the Gaylord Gauntlet. Now, let me tell you, it was a 5k, it was a 20 obstacle OCR. Mm-hmm. I was doing ultras for Spartan in Killington, Vermont. Oh, the Spartan races. I was doing, yes, I have three, so a total of nine medals, uh, where it would be the sprint, and then I forget, and then the ultra. Um, And so you could close these um, medals by having, like, three. So, like, the um, beginner, intermediate, and, you know. Yeah. Um, double, right? And so I have a total of nine of those. Jesus. And I was like, I am never going to be able to do an OCR again. Like, it, I don't have the, the strength. I don't have the, the, all these things. And I went out there, and I got sec- I got third place. I was mm-hmm. like, I don't care if I got third place. I got third place. I have never placed. That's insane. When doing these OCRs when I was, like, tiny and able-bodied, right? And yeah. I was pulling mess weight. And so then the day after that, I ran um, Hopes and Possibilities in um, Central Park. And that was cool. Um, I didn't place, but I wasn't, like, none of these I was looking to place. I just went out and did it. Mm-hmm. And, um... But it was kind of like a fiasco because I was so dead tired um, from the OCR and we had a fatality across the street from um, where we lived during the time of my obstacle course race mm-hmm. with Gaylord. We had, um, unfortunately, um, someone um, that we knew, obviously he lived across the street from us and was younger um, in his life. Um, and so, you know, when I came home from Gaylord and I got all these messages and phone calls and like saw all of that kind of coming together, you know, all these things Mm -hmm. unleashing at that time, I was just mentally exhausted and sad and so many emotions. Mm. Like, oh my God, like he, he just decided like that's it yeah and um so i missed it i missed my carpool but i was determined to go because i wanted to be one of those ones that ran a double race same weekend and i had never run central park hmm. ever have um, you ever so i were you ever in central park uh before you did this I, race yeah i have been in it um you know, just kind of like visiting and things like that, but I never really gotten the full view of Central Park. Mm. So I ended up downloading an app on my phone for parking, and I put some gas in my car at a local gas station, and when I was supposed to meet some people in, in Nagatok, I was just waking up at 4.30. Yeah. And so by 4.45, I was out the door. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't even know where I am, but I'm out the door. Um, and so I drove to New York City, and I got parking. And I ended up walking, like, 45 minutes to the start of the rear of the tent, rather, because the way that the GPS 
was right here at the back of, you know, Central Park. And I'm like, great, it'll be like two minute walk, it'll be fine. Yeah. I like barely made it to the starting line. Oh wow! So you you had no time yeah. to like stretch or get yourself no mentally time. prepared. It was just go Nothing. go I at him basically. Woke up and chose running, <laughs> um, and determination, and <laughs> and yeah. chose violence in my own demise. <laughs> because <laughs> I was <laughs> so. Anyways, I completed it, and I feel really good to just be there and complete. Yeah. I was supposed to run New Haven half, and I didn't. But I did run Cheshire half mm-hmm. um, this year, and that was nice. I met some really great people there as well. Um, I was like third to last out of every single participant there, mm. and we watched both pizza trucks go by us, like leaving the venue. But <laughs> it's fine. I completed it. Yeah. Um, it definitely took me much longer than expected, um, because I didn't train for it. Mm. I just went, and I go, oh, okay, hold the phone. Like, I, I did Cheshire one other time before, you know, I was kind of incapacitated with, um, like, issues. But at that, you know, about the seven-mile mark, I began to have tremors. Uh-oh. Because I wasn't fueled right. I didn't have gels. I tried the liquid that they had available. I was sick. Um, and then I was stressed out. And so I was like, oh my God, I don't want to go down. I'm going to have this tremor is not going to go away if I don't just stop. And um, the two gentlemen that were guiding me were just so lovely. And they were like, huh. We've been doing this so long, we don't care. We could always use a walking break. You know, they made me feel so comfortable. But And we finished. And that was a big accomplishment mm-hmm. for me because I never thought I was going to make it through. And my uncle and I had this big running joke. Um, uh, we both work in the human services field and do really well, but we both encountered... Um, some troubles in our past <laughs> lives, I'll say that. Yeah. And I say my uncle, like, dude, there's no way I'm getting in the back of a cop car to finish this race. Like, it's just not, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, you know, I'm not against police and things like that, but um, you truly only go into the back of a police car if you've done something that you should have done. Yeah. And so, A, I don't want to be traumatized. And <laughs> B, like, I don't want to quit this, um, yeah. but I also want to be safe. So, however I can get there, um, and I know that um, you know there are a lot like the the police officers in general and police that um, are at these races know that that's part of their role, and I'm so open to having them help me to the finish line. So, be it if I need the help, but I'm like. If I'm just tired and, like, I know I can just muster through this mm-hmm. without injuring myself, like, there's no way I need to get in the back of the Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm finishing. <laughs> you know, so we just kind of, like, talk about that, and it's really fun um, hmm. between the two of us. But, um, so I did that, and then I didn't do New Haven. But I put in for... I think the biggest accomplishment was New York City. Yeah. And I said, well, okay, if I get in, I guess I'll train. And if I don't, I'll figure out how to train and try to get in for next year, do like 9 plus 1, or, you know, so I just kind of go from there. Mm-hmm. And I got an email shortly after I applied, and I talked with Aaron, and, um, you know, a barrier for me was financial. And so Achilles, um, you know, I'm very grateful to have them help me through the process of applying for financial assistance because the ticket's like three hundred dollars. Hmm. Wait, three hundred dollars was the original price, yeah, like or was that after like the discount? No, there, there's no discount. That's the, the price for everybody. Oh. It was like three hundred five dollars or something like that. So, hmm. 
That seems like a so lot Achilles for like really a race. Help me with that, um, you know, to break down that burden. And then I got an email that says, you know, you've been accepted to New York City Marathon, and I sent the screenshot to my mom. And I go, oh my god, I think this is the biggest scam I've ever had in my life. Like, <laughs> there's no way. And so I like, you know, Google searched it like so much and I was like oh my god this is it like I got it I, <laughs> I got into New York City I'm like oh no what do I do <laughs> like I forgot like I forgot my name like everything and then I looked at my boss and I go I'm really sorry I need to get my car for a few minutes and get my treat <laughs> happiness because I got into New York City yeah. and I, coming from someone that was told like hey you probably aren't ever gonna like walk right again if you walk mm. um and people truly like tried their entire life to get into this and because of Achilles I didn't have to time qualify yeah. because I'm racing as an athlete with disabilities mm. um so I just like I just got in I just like walked right into this and so I've been training and it's been great um, mostly training by myself, Yeah. but that's fine. Um, we've had a great crew of trainers and, you know, guides throughout the Achilles um, community in the Connecticut chapter that have been really helpful, and so mm. I'm looking for the opportunity of getting that medal on my, around my neck. You already have so go, many hey, medals, I though. Guess, like, <laughs> yeah, I have so many. <laughs> nice little mementos and milestones for what you accomplished right i get that yeah were you were you ever able to get those medals back or are they just gone forever they're just gone oh they're just gone that's I a shame i have my spartans i was able to collect those quickly because they were kind of like out on the um you know the table mm-hmm. and i just was like yeah do you do you uh, switch between doing marathons and um, obstacle courses that often? Like, um, so this will be my official first marathon, like ever. Hmm. I've never run like an official. You've don't, you've only done like the five Ks and the the ten Ks. I've only about. done like five and ten Ks and half. Yeah. Hmm. Um. So uh, you know, I'm looking at getting back into some obstacle course racing yeah. for next year. Um, what are you looking into? But I'm, I'm looking at Spartan again, but I think I think I'm actually leaning towards um, CrossFit. Hmm. Um, because a local gym um, participates in the Open Games. Yeah. And, um, and so that's, you know, I... I do plan to stick with Achilles and run the road races, but also I would like to powerless. <laughs> I, I would like to give it a try. Um, yeah. Trying to get some strength back in that. <laughs> you just you got to be era. mentally prepared for that, though, because uh, I've done CrossFit once, and it's, it's, a, it's a really funny story. Um, uh, I to now, and... I remember the first time I did CrossFit, it was during the off-season, and my lacrosse high school uh, like team, I think. Yeah, it was a high school team. And I think it was senior year, senior, junior year. And I remember uh, one of the first days I did CrossFit, 
we were doing these uh, circuits, which had us doing box jumps, oh, yeah. um, medicine ball crunches, uh, dr- sled pushes and drags. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. it was like a number of different things. And it, this was like over like a, a few weeks, but it was on the first day where, when this happened. I was so out of shape that by the second circuit, I think, or the third, I started to black out. I did not have enough water, and we're doing the box jumps. Uh, the box jumps. Yeah, yeah. And as I'm doing the box jumps, I start seeing like purple dots all my vision. I started like everything. Uh, I didn't realize what was happening to me at the time, but I was so dehydrated that my body was basically shutting down. Now I just thought that, you know, my ears were popping at the moment. I was just tired, right. and I ended up not. Uh, jumping high enough on the box and let me tell you these oh, boxes were no. like they're not like the soft cushy uh boxes no, that you have like at like boxes, oh right? and and like the the corners aren't aren't uh, uh sandpapered so <laughs> they just tear up your your shins when you hit them that's that's basically what happened i didn't jump that high enough i slammed my shin into the this edge of the box crashing down everyone in the gym including my uh high school cross coach was looking at me wondering if i was dead or alive and then for the next hour i just kind of like sat there uh drinking water and tr- and trying to convince my coach not to call my dad <laughs> to like pick me up i was very determined even though i was very unfit at the time but it was good times but that that's hey, the stuff you gotta be prepared for <laughs> i mean yeah of course you you've done uh, those mar- those uh, the marathons and um, the Spartans, um, so yeah. you you're definitely in a, a much better place than I was at, the, at that time. I I like to do I like to do like a twenty four hour oh. thing. Like I like those kind of like nighttime overnight challenges. I mm. um the latest that I've stayed out was the duel um, in Killington, Vermont, and I was taking off course. Um, at the peak of the mountain because I was um, exhibiting um, pre, uh, what do you call it? Uh, basically, I couldn't feel like my nose and toes. And so they, you know, it took some. Oh, you're getting hyperthermia. Hypothermia, yeah. Um, I had a wetsuit on and I couldn't figure out where the baggage, you know, where to drop the baggage off. And oh, so no. there was a portion where you had to swim, and Vermont gets cold very quickly. <laughs> oh no, it gets freezing, um, especially up in Vermont. Sure. Um, so I like to really try to like focus on some of those um, those things, maybe in the next year or two. Mm-hmm. Um, I did hike a little piece of the Appalachian Trail with my children and my dog for mm-hmm. my birthday, so that was fun. Um, because I don't have the opportunity um, now, um, or probably within the next two years, to through hike. So um, I'm interested to do a lot more hiking and a lot more trails and trail mm-hmm. running before kind of getting full throttle back into ob- obstacle course racing. So that is just a whole different animal. Yeah, it seems um, like you're. Yeah, it seems like you're you're never running out of things to achieve. You, know, you already got the medals. You're already <laughs> you're always looking. You're you're hung. There's there's not that many people hungry. I know. I'm very hungry. You're very you're very hungry for those those sorts of challenges. And I admire that because sure. I I Absolutely. try to do the same thing. Like uh, I've always wanted to do the Appalachian Trail. I'm actually have you ever considered doing the? Uh, I'm sh- I'm sure you know what the Triple Crown is, where you do the. Appalachian, the um, where are the other ones on the West Coast? There's the Continental Divide one, and um, there's one more. Oh, what what is it? I don't know that I've heard of this, but I'm definitely gonna be checking it out. Oh now. oh, check it out. Look up uh, uh, Triple Crown Trails. I think it's what you look up. There's, and, a, there's a thing in New Mexico called the Death March. It's not oh, that. Yeah, That's completely different. Out. It's a but different thing. Do you know thing. about this? No. Uh, what's it called? The, the Dust March? Oh, you have to look at the Dust March. Yeah, it's, I believe mm. it's in New Mexico. 
I heard, like, I heard oh, that place has go. really... I, I've been it's, down there. literally <laughs> <laughs> have you Have you been down that south, like in Arizona or uh, New Mexico? Um, I, I lived in Vegas for some time, but that's as close as I've gotten. Mm-hmm. Um, I moved to Vegas right out of high school. Oh, and um, so I'm hopeful to kind of go back out into the west. My dad has... Um, property in Wyoming, um, so I said, you know, I'd like to go out there and visit too. I really yeah. like the hot springs and the, the upscale Peach Mountains, um, which, you know, something that we do have here in the New England area, but, um, you know, the foliage is different here than it is out west. Oh, yeah, it is. I mean, that's like one of the great things. That's one of the reasons why I want to do this Triple Crest, because in the areas that they're located at they're so vastly different from one another they're sure. you know the continental divide and uh, the west coast trail it's that's on its official name but i'm calling it for now because i can't remember um sure. they're so much different than the yeah. appalachian trail it's incredible um so i'm interested to hear about some other questions that you have or some other things that Oh, uh, I kind of shared okay. with you um, with Achilles. Sure, yeah. Um, I, I want to do, uh, well, so here's the thing. You're an, a very good talker. So for the oh, most yeah. part, you've yeah, been basically answering, <laughs> you've been answering most of my <laughs> questions. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, great. Um, but I it's, it's, it's also like a, I um, genuinely like to share. Oh, no, I, and I You're genuinely like to listen. You know, yeah. and that this is this isn't, and I, like I said before, uh, having those genuine conversations that are not basically just me asking you questions and you answering them. That's what I try to um, achieve. And I, you know, especially with you, you know, like if you're on a tangent talking about your life story and like all the different things you want to do with your life, I'm not gonna go ahead and stop you just to ask some random offbeat question that has nothing to do with what you're talking sure. about. I don't want to do that. That's right. not good for that. That's not good for the conversation. But now that you, that you've asked, um, let's see here. Do you ever, do your kids ever participate in the, uh, the, the races that you do or the obstacle courses? Um, you know, my daughter actually, we did, um, Celebrate West Hartford. Mm-hmm. I forget, did I do that with Kenny's or no? I don't even know. Oh, God. I'm a bad person. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, my daughter did the fun run in West Hartford. Mm-hmm. And she was so fast, I lost her. And I thought, oh, my God, because she has an apple tag on her. <laughs> <laughs> and I know, like, the little course that they did. Yeah. And so I had a Kids never run out of, out of stamina, I swear. Yeah, and she actually didn't have a bib, and I go, well, I don't think anyone's going to care, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you have a bib on, but, like, the fun run, kids run. And um, and I was like, I don't care. What is it going to do? Do All right, let's do it. And uh, and so she would start out real fast, and Sophia, don't run so fast. You know, you're going to get really tired. No, I'm not. And <laughs> so we almost did, like, a relay. Good. We were just doing like this little relay thing, 
And, you know, when you're working with um, a high-energy little body and a tired mama, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) you know, it's like, okay, well, we're going to finish this thing because it's further to walk back than it is to complete it. (laughs) And she goes, oh, I want to win this. I want to win this. And so, you know, it was really nice because um, I was like, oh, how long is is this going to take? And I said, well, we're not going to have this intrusive back. We're just going to finish as we finish and, you know, and we'll, and we'll be cool. And so it was really like a nice mom, daughter, fun run thing. Yeah. Um, and so though she's not coming with me, my son um, is kind of involved in some other activities. Um, but uh, they both plan to watch me live stream on Sunday from their iPad um, because there's just so many people going to be in New York. I'm yeah. like, you know, I can't get to you if someone takes you. Mm-hmm. And that would just crush me. Um, so they're going to stay home and safe and they're going to live view stream from the New York City um, Roadrunners app. Yeah. Which will be really fun. That's but incredible. We do quite a bit of together. <laughs> do you do you think that, or does it look like that your daughter uh, will be doing more races in the future, or is that she just yeah. wants to have like the yep. mom daughter time? I I believe both. I think that she really is a skillful person mm-hmm. um, and really likes to get out and have friends that are like-minded and so um, she's always first in line she says when it's time to run at gym yeah and um you know for next season she wants to join a track club Mm. um appropriate for her age um it's just that we're invested in three types of bands and taekwondo weekly um (laughs) oh she takes taekwondo She takes uh, both of my children take taekwondo. Mm-hmm. Do they um, take any other sorts they, of martial arts? No, that's just it. Mm. Um, that's always but, an interesting one. Yeah, yeah, it is. Do they you do you it. try doing it with them? Um, I defend myself. <laughs> 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 no, I don't do taekwondo, but, but um, I do defend myself with them. <laughs> And you're like, hey, mom, look. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, God, no. <laughs> um, but I'm a very big supporter of them. Yeah. Um, I sit outside of their class every Monday and Wednesday and wait mm. for them. Um, but, um, no, it's, it's not something that I'm interested in. Mm. I, I need kind of I, like, I don't know. I mean, like, you see, I mean, if you're willing to through hike the Appalachian Trail or, or do the hundreds of other, other things that you've already done before. I mean, like, you could always try some more Taekwondo. There's, there's nothing bad about it, you know? Like, it, it's, it, it's, um, I've taken, I've taken a bunch of different martial arts classes. I've done jujitsu, boxing, Taekwondo, karate. And I would say that the, um, the best ones personally for me it's jujitsu and kickboxing but with taekwondo you you get really good at um, developing your kicks very well as well as your sense of balance oh, you know because it's good it's really good uh, exercise and it de- it's definitely like if um, if I wanted to achieve a uh, flexibility level that allows me to say get my ankle over my head taekwondo would be the type of martial art uh, besides maybe kickboxing but mainly taekwondo because it may- really focuses on kicking that would be the one where I would use to kind of achieve that goal Right. it's really fun too it's fun kicking pads <laughs> I-, I say that from personal experience <laughs> Yeah. Mm. Um. So you said that uh, it, this is your first marathon, correct? Well, uh, coming first up. Road race marathon, yeah. 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 Um. I, and 
you're trying to do like have you done uh, the 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 half marathons before you you said i'm pretty sure you did i've right. i've done two half marathons mm. two, um and they're both at treasure connecticut half marathon yeah so i'm looking forward to doing some other things oh wait hold on i did do bristol <laughs> sorry i forgot that was a while ago i think that was in 15 or 16 2015 oh how did the how did uh, the COVID years uh, impact your training regimens? Um, honestly, uh, it COVID didn't affect my training ability because I wasn't training at all for mm-hmm. other health reasons. Um, I can say that with a collection of employment status and needing to verify that I've had a COVID vaccine. Yeah. It's, it definitely put a damper on my thoughts of wanting to participate um, in, you know, sports activities. Um, and I think that um, my political and personal views, um, just as everyone else, um, can be um, a challenge to sort of share that um, information, but honestly, I didn't want to be involved with anyone yeah. that um, forced upon a mm. vaccination status for races, and yeah. then I was like, well, I'm already vaccinated mm-hmm. through work you know, through working with that type of population, so at this point, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I think that would have been the only hurdle um, if it was a, a mandate for me to work in the field that I work in. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's it. Yeah. I'm, the other people, um, they had to drastically change uh, their schedules and uh, basically their regiments. I've, I've interviewed people where they would be doing what you were doing, like constantly uh, running these marathons or running these uh, obstacle courses. And then once 2020 hit, just all of that went to like a standstill and they had to stick to like basically changing their their whole uh, plan. And they had to go uh, either inside or not work out at all, focus on other things other than training, things like that. Um, I do see people, um, not to cut you off, and I apologize, um, uh, wearing a mask or double mask and, you know, things like that in the gym. Um, we, so we had, a, we had that here in, yeah. uh, in, uh, in my school with the Quinnipiac, we had to wear masks in the, in the gym for a very long time. And I, I remember how that was probably one of the worst. I mean, I got through it, uh, and honestly, I don't know how. But when uh, the worst thing was like trying to run on the treadmill with those masks on. And, and the bad part wasn't actually wearing the, the, the mask. Although, it's now that like we're not really wearing masks anymore and stuff, it's significantly easier. But... Uh, every time I put wear my mask, the the ones that my mother gave me, because she wasn't she's a nurse as well, um, in yeah. Nashua in New Hampshire, so uh, she would like kind of give me the um like the left the leftover boxes for free, so I didn't have to like pay for like masks all the time, and the 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 mask the specific masks that I got are like paper thin, like they're lightweight, they're meant to be used. Uh, for a very short amount of time and then just thrown out afterward. But the material was so bad that when I wear it, uh, it would always go underneath my nose because they're they're not like perfect size and stuff. And I'm like running, so I'm like moving around and stuff. And they would um, just completely get soaked in sweat to the point where Whenever I was breathing hard and I started sweating, I was essentially waterboarding myself. 
like every oh, single gosh. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it would get soggy and stuff, and sometimes the the um the fabric would get so weak that the mask would literally fall apart, like on my face, and I'd have to like yeah. leave the gym, go grab another mask, and come back and continue my workout. So um, it was an interesting time. When I kind of first felt like I was having COVID several weeks ago, when we'd, when I had put on these medical grade masks, like you know the blue and white or whatever, yeah, um, I got really dry. I mean, I already can't breathe with these things on. They say, "Oh, you can breathe," but like not at the same capacity as I can uh, freely, you yeah. know, without this mask on. Oh yeah, it, there's and, a huge difference. Golly, and I can't wear my glasses, and it's just like this whole big thing. I'm so <laughs> frustrated over did, it. Did your glasses always um, get like fogged up and stuff whenever you breathed? Yeah, oh. and I can't master how to wear the mask with the glasses, so yeah. not that talented. <laughs> but um, when I was wearing this mask, um, I would get really dry throat and like itchy and scratchy, and I'm like, oh, this is terrible. Yeah, and I sounded worse than. I felt because I had to wear this mask and I was in a setting where I couldn't take it off so I had to excuse myself and then I just went home and later on that day tested and it was positive and I go well Mm. I'm glad I'm home because I'm not wearing this mask because it made me feel even worse yeah so I've I remember catching I see. I've been. I had. I got vaccinated once. I had to get boosted twice. Once for the game back here to the school, and then another time for when I went out to L.A. this past summer. They're they're very they're the West Coast. They're very tight when it comes to COVID security. Sure. Um, but I remember that I I ended up catching the original COVID before I was able to get vaccinated. So I I had like the 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 OG. Uh, oh boy. That it yeah. wasn't honest it was, it was kind of funny to be honest because and um I talked to this with my parents and stuff and we have like laughs over it is that I didn't even know I had covid. I thought I had like a chest cold. Like I I felt like it felt like yeah, I had phlegm. It felt oh I never had the flu so I didn't really have that to compare it with. But I remember I like I would wake up one morning. I felt like I had like more phlegm in my lungs than usual. I'm like, huh. Right, that's odd. right. And then I'm like, this isn't really something I've experienced before. Maybe it's COVID, maybe it's not. Best not to um, exaggerate or like freak out. I'm just going to stay in my room. All my classes are online anyway. It's no big deal. The next day, right. I, I don't feel anything. <laughs> so I'm assuming, oh, m- must have been like a chest cold or whatever. I'm fine or whatever. I proceed to go on like a five hour hike with my at the time girlfriend yeah, uh, sure. on the sleeping giant. And then, oh, I like yeah. oh, sleepy giant's beautiful. I go there all the time. Um, but it, it wasn't until maybe the, after the, um, the, the weekly tests that we had, we had to take at the time. Did I find out that I was positive for COVID? And I was like caught off completely off guard because at that point I completely for- forgot about the whole having phlegm in my lungs and I had to be quarantined for uh, like 10 days in this one room. And it was it was OK. It was it wasn't as bad as I, it could have been. I learned how to uh, use a deck of cards for one thing. I kept myself busy. But the, what made it worse wasn't the fact that I was um, in quarantine or that I had COVID. The worst part was that the the place I was staying at was next door to where my younger sister, who also comes to the same school as me, lives. And she would taunt me because she didn't have COVID. And, you know, she was a sophomore at the time. So she'd go out on Fridays for partying and stuff. So every time she would go out to like a house party, like with her friends, she always passed by my window. Every single time. And she'd be cracking her jokes and stuff and telling me, like, oh, it must be bad that... You're, you're like, it's jail time. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. You know, doing Absolutely. annoying sister stuff. 
but yeah, it's yeah, I understand. So I'm just wondering if there's any wrap up questions that you had, um, or if there's any follow up questions. Um, feel free to reach out by phone mm-hmm. or email. Sure. Um, and I would love the opportunity to come in and kind of dive in some more um, into um, our our podcast um, session. Yeah. Um, it's just at this time I need to kind of get back to oh no 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 worries what i was previously working on <laughs> yeah um yeah i i got nothing else to say i, I was just uh going off on tangent but uh if you have yeah, anything no else before we uh we be end this episode is there anything else you'd like to say something to the keely's community um yeah absolutely i would like to just thank them for the opportunity um for you know not only acknowledging um the intellectual piece um for my um different abilities right um but also um, being so um open and considerate and just hey we're here we're ready for you whenever you're ready for us Mm -hmm. kind of attitude and um, really kind of breeze through um, a lot of uncertainties that I had, a lot of questions, uh, you know, where do I leave my things? Um, like, how can I, be, you know, such as like my car keys or like a bag or like, you know, like my personal things that are dear to me. Um, and also training and how to be safe and how to make sure that um, other people know who I am and I know who other people are. And so we're really just kind of like this family and community instead of just like another number, like, oh, yeah, this racer, Caitlin Keller. Um, And so I feel really just proud to be um, a part of such a large community. And as I get ready for um, these larger races with Achilles, um, I see so many people from different countries and different uh you know states close and near and far by um that all share the same values um as i do and so um and other people of achilles and in the connecticut chapter and it's just like so um so peaceful to know that i have a great support system um in that community whereas i may or may not have in the family and friends um in my personal life and so i've I've always got achilles to kind of back me up and say hey like you've got this and there's always going to be someone there for me at the end of the finish line um waiting for me to cheer me on and say like hey you know you did this and you did this because we gave you the tools but like you followed through so we're here to help guide you, but it's really because of yourself that you've made it through this finish line. And that to me is a, just like the greatest feeling. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, on that note, then Kaylin, it was, uh, I had a wonderful time talking to you today. Uh, I wish Thank you the best you so of luck much. at your work. I enjoyed your, um, your company as well. And I, I hope to have you on a future podcast episode. Absolutely. <laughs> until so until much. then, um, until then, I I wish you the best of luck as well on the uh, this Sunday's race in New York. I'm not gonna be there unfortunately. Uh, I'll be in Glastonbury instead. We we couldn't get a uh, a pass to enter that race unfortunately, but I'll be with you in spirit. How about that? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and then um, you know maybe after we can do a follow-up and then in person and we can talk about the race and talk about you know the um mechanics of achilles and all the things that go into it Mm -hmm. um for first timer yeah um and really for the first full active year with achilles i mean i've done so much and they've you know helped me along this journey so um yeah. Alright. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> and thank thank you. Uh again. Have a great day. Yeah, you, you too, you too. And and we'll keep in touch. For sure, for sure. You have my All number, right. so just call whenever. Have a good one. I will, I will do that. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. And ladies and gentlemen, that was Caitlin Keller. 
I am your host, Jacob Williams, of the Moving Forward Podcast with Achilles International. And that's another one for the books. See you guys next week.